Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like Are you an overbuyer or underbuyer? A morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. Uh, and also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Cynthia Bailey is on the show today, queen icon legend of The Real Houses of Atlanta. I'm so excited to chat with her. I've been wanting to have one of the Atlanta women on the show so, so bad, and I'm so grateful to finally have one of them. I know I don't cover Atlanta regularly. Unfortunately, I can't cover all the shows. I do my best. I know we've dipped in and out a little bit of Atlanta. And this season, I felt like it started a little bit slow, but then it really picked up in this reunion, the finale episode. Like it's all been very good. So I'm, it makes me excited for next season. So I'm, I will say that. And the reunion has been thrilling so far. So I will play my interview with Cynthia Bailey, the most beautiful woman on Bravo, maybe the most beautiful woman of all time. <laughs> she came over and truly, like, you know, when you see someone who's, I'll be honest, I've never seen someone that good looking. Never. Not once. And I, I almost wanted to keep my distance a little bit because I was like, I, my self-esteem is not good being too close to someone that good looking. Although then 
it flipped and I was just mesmerized. <laughs> so, so beautiful. I mean, those cheekbones, I can't. I truly, truly can't. So before I play my interview with her, I just want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic, click become a patron. And if you donate $4 more per month, you get bonus episodes and more importantly, the money helps to make the show. So thank you to everyone that's over there. And while we're here, I just want to say I had a big milestone with everything iconic last week. There was over 2 million downloads this year of Everything Iconic, which is such a huge number. I would have never been able to anticipate that when I started this show. So I want to just say thank you to everyone who listens, shares, tells your friends. And I also want to thank all the people who have helped me book these interviews. I haven't really shouted them out on the show before, but there's always someone who is putting me in touch with these people. Sometimes it's a publicist, sometimes it's a hairstylist, sometimes it's a makeup person. For Cynthia Bailey, Jammin, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you for setting this up. But there's always someone who sets these up, and you know, I'm independently produced, so I use all the help I can get. But you know, sometimes I reach out to these women directly or these guests directly, and then other times listeners are kind enough to put me in contact or set things up. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, thank you to everyone who listens, shares on social media, all of that stuff. I love you, love you, love you. Now, without further ado, (laughs) let's play my chat with Cynthia Bailey. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Now, y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, they just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. 
Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile Flownet Activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash iconic. Okay, guys, I'm here with the beautiful, the stunning Cynthia Bailey, Queen Cynthia Bailey. Now, Cynthia, before you got over, my boyfriend saw me, and I changed, like, super fast, because he's like, you can't look like that with Cynthia Bailey. (laughs) She's so beautiful. And then see me in person. I mean, you're just stunning. Oh, thank you. You're very kind. Welcome, welcome. And you look nice, by the way. I like your outfit choice. (laughs) This was my second choice. (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing all this press right now. The reunion, we just saw part one. Yes. How is it going? How is it rewatching it all back? The reunion is, you know, it's kind of bittersweet. It's it's good. I love doing the reunion because of the closure. I I definitely like to just kind of iron out my issues with anyone that I may have issues with, try to have the conversation apologize, hopefully get apologized to, or agree to just disagree and move on and just start all over for the next season. So it's closure for me. Right. However, uh, it's also hard because, you know, we shoot the show for five months. We wrapped up in like October. So anything that happened during the season usually comes back up during the reunion when we see all the final episodes. Yeah. Now that's what I wanted to talk about because the reunion, you guys sh- Finished in October. Mm-hmm. Then we had Andy's baby shower just a couple months back. And yes. we all saw the footage, which was so thrilling. That baby so much shower. Fun. Was it a great time? Oh, the most, like, I don't even know if you want to call it a baby shower. It was like the best <laughs> party ever. Like, he basically, Andy has ruined baby showers for everyone else on the planet because if it ain't like his, I don't want to go. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun to watch in real time. Like, I was on everyone's Instagrams, just like checking everyone's stories, like, oh, what's going on here? Like, all the housewives were having so much fun. But, it seemed like all the Atlanta girls were getting along. Yes. It seemed you were there with Nini. Yeah, Nini and, I, Nini and Marlo and I went together, and we had the best time. As a matter of fact, I've hung out with Nini many, many times since you know we were out filming. So, so what happened between the baby shower and, and the reunion, or the baby shower and the reunion, or the baby shower and now? Because now I'm seeing, I was watching some clips online today. Nini's, she was on the talk saying some yes. things. Kind of bad mouthing you a bit, and yeah, I just wondered, like, what nice. what happened? Uh, well, the reunion happened. We saw all the footage uh, for the end of the season, and you know, I will say that the way the finale ended, it, it looked a little crazy with the whole like it. It I could see where it could look like I was trying to betray her the by inviting. Moment. 
Kenya, yeah. yeah, no pun intended. Um, hot mic with Mike, <laughs> oh, yeah, who's hot, hot as mic. well. I know. Yeah, he is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I saw it. I was like, oh, God, this looks crazy. But I could explain it. Like, basically, I invited Kate to the event. I never said I didn't. I wanted her to come. She told me adamantly she was not coming because we were filming. I get it. I got it. Okay, she's not yeah. coming. She showed up anyway. Then it looked crazy. By the time she walked in the door, Nini was already there. So here's the thing about the hot mic thing. Which um, I also was, didn't think was that bad. Like, I, I thought it was like... I did say it, it wasn't <laughs> like, the fuck cares? Yeah, it was, like, I didn't sleep with your husband. Yeah. I didn't burn down your house in the middle of the night, honey. Mm-hmm. I think betray is a huge word. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. you're putting a lot on it. Stop. Uh, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not going to just throw production under the bus or anything, but I will just say, you know, as a reality star, editing is everything. Sure. And I will say that, and this was something I struggled with at the reunion. I don't remember saying anything in Mike's ear. I mean, I said a lot of Mike's ear that night, but I don't remember saying that. Yeah. And I must have listened to it like a hundred times. And, and I was like, I didn't hear myself saying that. But the caption said I said that. Right. So here's the thing about caption. If you hear me saying it, you don't need a caption, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, I think he said the peach bellinis were flowing. And though. You hey, might... <laughs> the peach bellinis were flowing. Uh, shout out to my Seagram's uh, Escapes peach bellinis. Yes, I was. This was a real event. A real important launch for me. Everybody was drinking, having a good time. Honestly, you know, if I did say, which I still don't feel like I did, but anyway, fine. If I did, at that point, once Kenya and Nini were in the same room together, I would have done or said anything just to keep the peace. Because sure. at that point, this was my event. It was about me. And I had no need for any drama there. Or even to put an pre- eight-month pregnant woman in a situation like that. Or just not even just tell Nini in the first place if I knew she was coming. Lord yeah. knows, looking back, it would have been just easy to say... Hey, I think there is a possibility, a slim chance in hell that Nene may be coming. And in that way, she could have came and I came. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. But hey, lesson learned, honey. So, lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> Timeline wise, was this the last event that you filmed for the season? It was, well, you know what? Then after that event, Nene and I met up at the little pizza restaurant with Tanya and Candy, where you saw us talk it out, cry it, it out, and even hug it out. October. This yeah. is still in October. So I'm thinking, we're good. Matter of fact, we actually went out after that in real life. We went and hung out that night. And so, at the baby shower together. And we many, saw many, you a many times, times after yeah. that. So I'm thinking, we're past this. So even when I saw how crazy it looked at the reunion, I was like, you know what? We, we're past this. This is nothing that I can't explain. When you say how crazy it looked at the reunion, you mean her, her attitude, her very clear. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> when I, I'm sorry. When I saw how crazy the finale episode looked, okay. Got it. how I could somehow look like this villain trying to take my good friend down, who I've been nothing but loyal to the whole season, especially with her husband battling cancer, who I was extra loyal to this season because my heart went out for her. For me to wake up in the middle of the night and decide that all of a sudden I'm going to go from being this sweet little Cynthia and be a villain for no reason at all when I like both Kenya and Nini. It's like, what is my motive? What am I getting out of this? This is crazy. But even with all that said and done, um, I just felt like I don't even remember the question. I've been talking about no, this no. so, I, well, so I long. Wanna, I'd like to even back up a little bit. Like, why does Nini up. have even a problem with Kenya? What's no the, idea. What's going on there? Because it's like. No idea. I think fans, I can speak for myself, like, I was so excited to see Kenya, and I thought she added a little spice to the finale, and I was, I think we all followed Kenya for so long, and I believe Candy said this in an interview, it's like, we wanted to see Kenya's sort of happy ending, because we've been following her wanting to have a child and a man, 
and here it was given to us. So it it just seemed like why, why is no one knew what happened with Nini and Kenya because right. they didn't seem to have any big falling out and, on camera. They didn't. Last time you guys saw Kenya and Nini on camera, they were at the reunion slapping high fives. Right. Like that's really the honest truth. And Kenya is in a great place. She is happy. She has a beautiful little daughter, Brooklyn, who I just saw the other night. She has a wonderful husband who loves her. So the fans deserve to see her life if, if, if you know, she chooses to come back to the show. Yeah. It is what it is. And, ha- and one, here's the crazy thing is, because then I heard like a whole thing that um, she was saying. Uh, I really am so sick of saying her name at this point. The, uh, the, the lady. <laughs> the her. lady who don't like me no more. Uh, <laughs> it's been going around saying that Candy and I were trying to get Kenya back on the show to get her kicked off the show. Now, what in the world does Kenya coming back have to do with Nini? Exactly. We've had them both on the show at the Child, same time. I've always said very publicly, I've shouted it from the mountaintops, honey. Nini and Kenya both agree for the show. Do you think maybe some of it is that Kenya is such a strong personality? So maybe it's like Nini might not want to compete with such a strong personality being on the same cast. Well, if that's what it is, that's just too bad because she's not the only one that gets to have a strong personality. (laughs) It just is what it is. (laughs) It's true. You all are. Uh, Uh, Have a stronger personality if you feel like threatened by that. You know what I mean? Whatever you got to do. That's not my issue. That's her issue. So I saw Nini on an interview saying that she begged the producers to play that moment, that hot mic or whatever you want to call it, of you You whispering to... I saw that. I saw that. And you know what's so funny? Because I know her and I know she will say and do anything to be right because she kind of has that little narcissist thing, but she can be wrong about nothing. So, and I just thought, you know what, this is just her. I didn't really, really think that much about it. And then I got a text actually today. Pretty much saying, just so you know, we saw this girl doing this interview, and please know that what she is saying is completely false. Right. And I was like, oh, there's no surprise there. So uh, I didn't even have to ask for that information. It just came right to my phone. Yeah, I can show it to you. They said it was definitely false. But at that point, I don't even care because here's the thing. This is not that deep. This yeah. is not that big of a deal. If you are really my friend, if you were ever really my friend, this is nothing that we can't go and have sushi, uh, spicy tuna roll and a margarita over mm-hmm. and, and get through this. I don't think that the deal is, and this is what I found out after the fact, because, you know, when you eliminate certain things out of your life, the universe just opens up and people just come into your life yeah. with lots of information. You reach out with information that and you tea. never had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tea that you didn't, they didn't want to serve when you were over there uh, being Nini's <laughs> lap dog. Okay. Because that's what they used to refer to me as at this point, because I was so loyal and such a dear friend to her. Okay. So um, apparently in October, when we hugged it out and hung out and I apologized and everything, apparently uh, she didn't really let it go. Apparently I was tricked. I thought we were good, but apparently it was told to other people that this was all just her pretending to be my friend and just waiting for her moment. And knowing when, she was going to get this moment Knowing she was going to get this moment mm. or Ooh, what she shady. thought was going to be the moment or whatever and expose me for betraying her for this big, huge betrayal. I'm inviting somebody to my party, two of my friends to my party. Okay. And this is what she's apparently been waiting for. And that actually hurts more than anything because it's really... 
Like, okay, we ain't gonna be friends anymore. Okay, that's fine. We can work together or not work together. Whatever we're gonna do. Like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm never gonna bash her. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just telling you what, what I know and it is what it is. I think she's great. I think she's great for the show. I think she's a great actress. Right. I'm so happy with all she's doing. I'm so happy for her and Greg. I'm great. Yeah, happy, happy that, that he's do- doing well. I'm mm-hmm. so happy that Greg is doing well. Like, I couldn't lift her higher in a blaze of glory. Like, be amazing. Now, res- reciprocity in that. Oh, tear me down. <laughs> right? Well, I was Cynthia. Cynthia Bailey, I was doing my research today. And because you guys have both been on different shows yes. and interviews and stuff like that. So I watched you. You were on ET Live with Lauren Zima, who we love. Yes. And, you know, you said your story has been pretty consistent. <laughs> and then I was true. And then my YouTube was, of course, recommending things. So my YouTube said, oh, Nini's over on E. So I clicked on that one. And I, one of the channels, she was saying, I'm not going to badmouth Cynthia. You know, oh, similar. she said that? She said that in one of them. Oh, okay. But then, I must have missed that But one. then, of course, <laughs> but then the YouTube said, like, you know, the next one, Nini's on the talk. And I was seeing some of the things she was saying on the talk, and I was like, I just watched you say that you were you know, not going to badmouth. But then I see her saying, now, you guys are... Uh, you're, she's considering everyone just co-stars now on her show. And she said that, you know, your relationship with Mike Hill... You, she said, you're announcing a wedding just for ratings and to stay yeah, on so the I show. Yeah, so I can come back to the show. I've been on the show nine years, and I've never even had a delayed letter, or a, a warning, my peach has never been in jeopardy. Like, I have given my life on this show for nine years, and Bravo seems to like me giving it. And I don't know why in the world I would have to, to fake a relationship with somebody that I'm clear. I mean, if I'm faking Mike Hill, then I'm a damn good actress. I'm in the wrong business because I think anyone can look on my social media, the people that have been around us. I love this man. I'm going to love this man for as long as I can love him. And right. it is what it is. And she, you know, the crazy thing is she set up and said at the reunion, I've been the most supportive of Cynthia and Mike, but now it's fake. Girl, mm-hmm. bye. <laughs> so, <laughs> How have you been supportive? You've been the most supportive of a fake relationship. <laughs> Keep, keep keep it together, girl. You are uh, contradicting yourself left and right. Was so what was the vibe on on the reunion set? Because there was an obvious I don't know if anger is the right word, but there was an <laughs> obvious right something, word. right? Is it, like we could all feel uh, it through this. hatred, the TV, and anger, I, and evilness. Right? There was, uh, it was like radiating, right? Like, oh my god! So what did you all? Were you all backstage during commercials or, or breaks or whatever, being like, "What's going on?" Like no one had anyone expected that kind of attitude. I expected it. I, honest, okay. I honestly expected after I saw the last episode, knowing her, and then I was like in my feelings. That's why I didn't even call her after uh, I saw it. Because I was like looking at everything and then like things that she was saying in her interviews, oh, you know, she's weak. She's this, you know, the same stuff she says over and over. It's, oh, I'm, I'm so weak. I'm so boring. Whatever, whatever. Nine years later. Okay, girl, whatever. Uh, and at this point, I'm, I'm sick and tired of her just tearing me down when only all I do is lift this woman up. All I've ever done is be supportive. Is, is she and as supportive of me? No, yeah. she's not. Yeah. And, and. And and I was actually okay with that because here's the thing. I can give you love. I don't give love to get love back. I actually am that giving of a person that I can just love you despite your ways, honey. Mm-hmm. And trust me, everybody, Team Cynthia is like, wow, you're always like supporting her. We really don't see it coming back. And I'm like, well, that's just how she is. I always made it, made excuses, but I'm done with it. Yeah. 50 years old. You don't want to be my friend and play in the sandbox with me anymore? Then fine, then don't. Like, okay. But you don't have to trash me and bash me, girl. We just ain't got to be friends no more. Sure, sure. Leave me alone. I'm happy. And I kind of feel like it backfired a bit because it seemed to me that the fan response was definitely in your favor after this whole thing when 
I think if it, maybe it was another housewife, I could see how the the tide would maybe turn. But because we've seen you be so loyal to her throughout the years, consistently, consistently, it's kind of hard. It, it almost was like shrug. I shrugged it off. I thought, who cares that she wanted Kenya there? It was like, who no, gives but a at shit? the end even of the day, if, even if it was, even true. if it, even if all this happened, right. was it the worst thing that ever happened to the world? Absolutely not. And here's the thing, you know, these, you know, you guys are smart. You guys can't be tricked that easily. My character defends itself. I couldn't be a villain if you put a gun in my head. I actually am a nice person and I would just not, I, I just wouldn't be able to do it because it's just not who I am. I'm not bred to be mean spirited, evil. I, I want people to win. You know, I'm a woman. This is like women empowerment. Women are winning right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about let's lift each other up. I'm not interested in tearing anybody down. So even now I can tell you in my heart, you know, as much as I know that me and this woman will never be friends again because we clearly have two definite. You think it's never? Uh, if 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 a friend is someone who how you behave as my friend is just as important to me as how you behave when we are in an, a situation mm-hmm. like this, mm-hmm. when we are in a disagreement, when you have a problem with me, I'm sorry, I have way more friends with than Nene Leakes, and trust me, I've been up and down with them, and they've never they would never do what she's doing. So let's say next season, you know, giving Nini the benefit of the doubt, she's been going through all this stuff with Greg, mm-hmm. which makes anyone very emotional, like as you said. Which I just kept thinking about that. Of course, like, you okay, kept maybe giving it's, allowances. it's that. Like mm-hmm. maybe, uh, you know, I just need to be more compassionate. So let's say Nini next season, she comes and says, look, I was in a really bad place. I made some mistakes. And she owned up to her part in this. Would you say, okay, let's try to build and repair? Or you say, you know what, I, I learned my lesson. I'm done. I don't think she would do that. Yeah. I just don't think. I mean, that's a that's, sad, that's though, a nice that, fantasy. <laughs> that's sad though, isn't it? That, it's very sad. But I don't think she would do that. And and that's okay because, you know, someone said to me very recently and it really resonated with me. Sometimes God will give you a tap on the shoulder. I heard you say that. Then God you, yeah. will give you a push on the shoulder. Then God would just kick you down. Yeah. I'm I'm kicked down now. I get you it. You learned your lesson. I yeah. am I get it. I have no interest in being friends with someone who can't give me love and give me forgiveness and and root for me and pray for me and want me to be great as well. Because these are the things that even now, right now, sitting in front of you, I want this girl to do everything that she's supposed to do in her life. I think she's hilarious. She's talented. Um, I love her. But do I want to be friends with her anymore? No, I don't. Not really. I can still work with her. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I still wish her well. Mike and I will still pray for Greg's, you know, health. And thank God, you know, he's he's good. And that's a blessing. But no, because with friends like this, who the hell needs an enemy? <laughs> what did you think about some of like the fat shaming comments like she did with Kenya on the episode? I thought there was a few comments that just oh. I felt uncomfortable by. And then also with the text messages to Portia, right after Portia had her child, Nini, there were some things that I felt were below the belt that Portia had posted on her Instagram mm-hmm. that we saw. Uh, what did you make of that? Disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely deplorable. Um, now, embarrassing. Is that, is that behavior that you've seen Sad. before? Have you, had you seen that before? Uh, you know. Behind the scenes. I, I will say this again. Nini's character speaks for itself. What you see is what you get. And she's unapologetically who she is. So I say to her, God bless her. Because with the same grain, my my character defends itself. 
Ain't nobody sitting here thinking that I'm sitting here trying to plot to do anything, Nene. For what? I don't need to. I don't even want to. Um, I want to talk about plotting. So at the Andy's baby shower, Phaedra was along with you, all the Atlanta girls, right? Nene invited Phaedra. So do you feel like that was a plot to get... Do you think that was something... Gosh, I don't know how to say this. Because Nene felt that you and Candy had brought Kenya Mm -hmm. to the finale. Mm -hmm. And so some fans were speculating that Nene brought Phaedra to the baby shower because she wants Phaedra to come back just to kind of piss off Candy. Uh, that could be probably an accurate speculation. Yeah. You know, I think uh, that was a strategic move on on her part, for sure. Absolutely. There was, didn't seem to be no interest in Phaedra but prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your relationship with like with, like with Marlo right now? You know what? Um, Marlo and I are cool. You know, I just had, you know, the girls that I'm cool with uh, post and support my um, Peach Bellinis, Bellini, which I have to try. Though. But it's you have to try. They're try. Absolute, absolutely delicious. Flying out of stores. Like, my only problem is everybody's, like, at the store literally texting me, well, commenting, like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm I, here at Publix right now, and I can't find it. Before you came Where over. Where is the nearest store? Before so, you came over, I was looking online. I'm like, how do I order these online? Like, I want them all. <laughs> like, the biggest... My good problem to have is a good problem. all the stores don't have it yet, but they're coming to more stores. I have a store locator link in my bio I to give that. people, a, a, you know, an idea of where they can find it. They they want. I mean, this 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 Bellini has caused a lot of problems for me, a lot of drama. So in, in people some, want to taste it to see what it's all about. On some <laughs> level, all this finale drama was good because it draws attention to the Peach Bellini. Like that was a good advertisement for the Peach Bellini. If it was boring party, we would have seen maybe two minutes of it. Oh, for sure. You know it. it Seagram's was probably happy. Seagram's <laughs> like, was probably thrilled. Hey, it was. I, I like to describe it as bittersweet. It was a great. <laughs> it was a great finale, but at the end, it was kind of like okay. Yeah. I got my head blown up, kind of. But all right. But you know what? God doesn't make any mistakes, and you know my peach Bellini is amazing. I, let's talk about how great it was that I had the entire cast come and support me and their husbands and bays and boo. Well, that's what and, I always say with like, these housewives. And the friends. I think that says a lot about me right there. And I always look at the entire cast because I feel like you can really tell the, someone's character by how the rest of the cast, like sometimes one or two ladies might have a problem. Right. But if the entire cast is close or friends right. with one person and the, there's one person the problem, I feel like there's obviously one person that's the problem. Does that make did that I make sense? I had two events this year. I had my Bailey Q. Everybody showed up. I had my Seagram's Peach Bellini launch. Everybody showed up, brought their husbands, brought the family, brought friends, and friends of the show came up. Like, honestly, I, I was so grateful for their support. And again, you know, we filmed five months out of the year. This is the only episode of season 11. Miss Boring Cynthia Bailey, who just is just horrible, a horrible person, is the only one that somehow could get every single cast member to their event, and they brought the people that they love. Yeah, can we assume that Kenya will be back in some capacity? I hope so. I, I hope think so Kenya's great for the show. I do too. And I hope Nini's there. And you know, need, it is, yeah, we need Nini too. We need Nini. We need, we need, we need Kenya. We need Cynthia. We need Portia. We need all of us. This is a stew that we all make together. What did you think of this season? Did you think it was a good season out of all the eleven seasons you've done? Did you think this was a good one or kind of at the bottom of the pack? <laughs> uh, I thought it kind of started off kind of slow. Yeah, to be did. to be yeah. honest, uh, we we've it's been nine years. Um, I thought it was definitely. You know, it took a while to kick in. But I almost want to say that, like, the Bailey Q kind of got things going. Destin was hilarious. Destin was such a fun trip. 
uh, one of the funnest trips I think I've been on, you know, that wasn't international with the girls. We had a great time. Um, but I say overall, it was a good season. You know, I, I'm, I'm an optimist. I am always looking on the positive side of everything for me. You know, you got to see, you know, Mike and I together. This is someone I spent a lot of time in L.A. He spends a lot of time in Atlanta. This is someone that's in my life that I love, that I plan on marrying one day. And I'm I'm glad that you guys got to see a little bit of why I'm running around here so happy. Would you get married on camera again? Because we saw you have a wedding on camera. Would you yes. do that again? You would, yeah. Um, if I'm on the show, absolutely. Yeah. If I'm on the show, I, I've always been very transparent and very giving with my real life. Uh, how is your relationship with your sister and your mom now that I hope this isn't an inappropriate question, but now that okay. Peter is out of your life, is your relationship with them better? Because they always had a, a, some troubles. Yeah, they, you know, you know that that's you know that was a while ago. Yeah. At, at this point, you know they've always just wanted me to be happy, and I can tell you this: they are ecstatic that I'm in a, in such a happy place. When I got divorced, I didn't know if you know at my age I was going to meet somebody and fall in love and all that stuff, and that was okay. So, you know, I figured out okay. Clearly, I'm sitting over with these cheekbones, and I knew I'd meet somebody. Wait, Cynthia, wait, I'm like literally, I'm so distracted by I was your cheekbones. Meet somebody, but I didn't know if I was going to fall in love again. Let I'm me honestly, keep 100. I'm so distracted by somebody your face. Somebody want to come to the lake and hang out with Miss Bailey, okay? So I'm so distracted by your face because it literally is the most beautiful face I've ever seen. And your Thank cheekbones you. are to the high heavens. Cynthia, cheekbones, Bailey, in my uni place. I, I was reading, I don't know if this was an article or this was an interview, but Tyra Banks was talking about you you two knew yes. each other back in the oh, day yeah. in the modeling days and yes. she was saying you know you had the shortest hair because everyone just wanted to see the your face. Face, the face and they used to call me the face do you have any memories of, of tyra back in the day or any of the other you know supermodels like is there one oh, thing yeah. that kind of yeah, sticks we, out we all kind of started around the same time you know when um tyra was com- when i was coming into the game tyra was you know doing very well and i remember she'd always been running around her mom would be with her everywhere she was just always just very focused and just a very sweet girl. Like I just knew she was going to make it because she, she, she's absolutely beautiful, but she just exuded like, I am going to, this is going to happen for me. Yeah. And, and it did. And, you know, I've worked with Naomi, uh, ran into her Do you have any good Naomi stories? Cause she's a fireball, oh, yeah, I right? I had a couple of Naomi stories. She's a but... fireball, isn't she? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Naomi's consistently who she is. Ugh. And I think, Till this day, that she's definitely one of the most fabulous models yeah, of our stunning. time, for stunning. sure. Like her editorials are, are timeless. So I have a lot of respect for those girls that opened up the doors for me to walk in. What do you make of like the this Instagram model culture and how people are coming up in the modeling industry now, where they're kind of becoming Instagram famous mm-hmm. before? I, I don't know. You know, I, I I don't have an issue with it to be honest. You know, times have changed. Social media has changed everything. I mean, shoot, if I was social media wasn't even invented when I was modeling. So <laughs> if it was, you know, maybe I could have made more money. I mean, be clear, I had a very successful cl- career as it was. But if I could have got some Instagram coins as well, right. you know, absolutely. And again, the the business has changed. There's this. Who's not to say a someone you find on Instagram can't, you know, didn't have what it takes to be a model. That's that's not true. You know, and then the, what, what is the word? What does the word model mean? There's different levels and types of model modeling. So, you know, teach his own. I love that you can actually go on social media and figure out a way to promote yourself and monetize it. Who do you, besides yourself, I mean, you're obviously stunning, but is there a model that sticks out to you where you think she or he was the most beautiful, either current, back in the day? Um, 
You know, I, I have to say, when I was coming up, one of my mentors was Beverly Johnson. Because she was just someone, you know, when I was coming into the game, they were like, oh, you're kind of like a little baby Beverly. And she was so loving and gracious to me. And also, I have to give props to Iman. Iman, to me, is... Perfection. Like, ridiculously just beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. And she has also been very loving and supportive and incredible. As a matter of fact, there's a shot, a really famous shot that Annie Lieber was shot of all, all of uh, some of the, you know, the top models model. in, that were in the industry. And it was for Iman's book. And it was like her definition of black beauties. And it was all these different black beauties. And I was honored to be asked to sit front and center for that shoot mm. and be in the same room with all these girls that I look up to. And these girls, again, that once again, opened the door. For me, so I will always give it up to Iman and Beverly Johnson. Yeah. Now back to Atlanta Housewives. So how did you think the new girls did? What about Eva, Tanya, Shamari? I know um, Eva had been on a little bit last season. Yes, Eva was a friend last season. You know, I actually get along very well with Eva, and I think you know the girls are just the powers that be. Kind of really were kind of interested in Eva and I going at each other. Like that's, yeah. for some reason they had this whole model cat fight in their mind, and Eva's like. Sunflower girl. I'm loving light. Yeah, you guys like are I, so different. Sunflowers like light, and yeah. light is good for sunflowers. So we, we have a lot in common in a lot of ways, and uh, I like her. I like her very much. Tanya, I think, is a breath of fresh air, super fun. You know, she brings a completely different thing to the show. I love that she's just, I mean, she's like, you know, like a little happy Canadian person. You know, who can be mad at a Canadian child? They're just <laughs> Like, leave them alone. She's just happy. Yeah, Let the girl nice. be happy and bubbly. Nice, yeah. I love it. And uh, as far as Shamari is concerned, I never really filmed with Shamari that much. Um, but I didn't really have any real issues with, with her. But I honestly didn't really get to know her that well. Yeah. Uh, what's your skincare routine? Do you have one at night? Like, is there something you do? Uh, yes. My skincare <laughs> routine is to be in love with somebody yeah, good like fine old Mike Hill and get you some good sex. Uh, on the regular, drink yourself sex. a good old Seagram's Peach Bellini after you have some good sex with your boyfriend that mm. you're so in love with. And uh, no, seriously, um, you know when I don't, when I'm not working, when I don't have to be in makeup and a wig, yeah. I don't wear. Yeah. I'm completely bare. Is there something at a drugstore somebody could get that, like one product or something? Or you need to come out with like a well, skincare I was going to say that I'm actually I have a meeting in the next week okay, with good. someone who wants to do the Cynthia Bailey skincare line. You know, again, I'm 52 years old. I'm super transparent about my age. I made a huge big deal out of turning 50. I dress as 50. Did he say? And that was a whole moment. But you know what happened with that? I owned it. I I love I where I'm at in my life. I got some shade about it at the reunion. And you and know, it's like just who cares? <laughs> Let her live. Can I she live looks my good. Life? Leave me alone, lady. Let me live. <laughs> Look my at those life. fucking cheekbones. Let her live. <laughs> Let me live my life. I'm not bothering anyone. Hashtag chill. Hashtag chill. Can I just have my little hashtag? I know that, that bothers you as well. I know. Like really? It was no big deal. Leave, I, me, leave me alone. Be but happy. So a skincare. We have skincare to look forward to. Any other business ventures that you're? Oh, looking tons, to get into? tons. I would just open up a wine shop. Uh, the Bailey Wine Cellar, um, doing my launch soon in Atlanta. And that's where my whole ha- my whole uh, tagline, you know, I usually like a fine wine and I'm ready to chill. Mm-hmm. Chill is obviously about Mike and I, hashtag chill. And fine wine is a little shout out to the Bailey Wine Shop that you guys will be seeing a lot of. 
I mean, you're doing it all. I am, but I'm most excited about my new baby. Um, my Seagram. Seagram's is great. Know, you know, right. this is like such a win-win. Seagram's has been around forever. I've been around forever. I like to drink. They make a good drink. <laughs> Nothing. What better. is there not to figure out? I'm super out? excited to <laughs> try This is it. a partnership made in heaven. <laughs> I know, and it looks really refreshing. I feel like it's a good summer concert it drink. It is. That's what I was thinking. Like, it yeah, is. I want to be at an outdoor concert drinking my Cynthia Bailey Peach Seagram's Bellini. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, you and Leon are still good. Noelle's Absolutely. good. Yes. We're good. We're good. We um, love Leon. I think like we all, he's like hot and not, and you guys have like a great relationship together. We and do. Like, and he's a great dad. He's a great father. And he's still a great friend to me. Um, you know, our Noelle is doing great. She's still at Howard University. College. And, you know, she's finding her way. I can't sit here and say that it's been seamless because it hasn't. Yeah. Uh, I can't say, oh, she's on Dean's list and she's just like being great. Uh, we've, you know, she's typical freshman. She's allowed to be uh, yeah. a mess. So drink those peach bellinis in her dorm. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say she's still there and uh, she's finding her way. We're both incredibly uh, proud of Noelle. She's no different from anybody else's child going to college, and she's going to have to find her own way. What does the future of Housewives look for you? I mean, Mike is out here in LA. Yes. But you're still going to have your place in Atlanta, right? Yes. Like you could still be there. You could right. still be right on Atlanta. Right now, you're we're still doing there. the bi coastal thing. You know, we have our two week rule. I'm in LA or he's at the lake and it's been working for us. It's not, you know, a long distance relationship is not ideal, but uh, he's worth it. He's worth it. And also no relationships really. I mean, every relationship. Well, here's the crazy thing with my busy schedule, with all my businesses and stuff going on and, you know, between his job and working for the Clippers, I've been in LA and Mike wasn't in town because he was on the road with the Clippers. So even if we lived in the same house, we, we are both like grinding and hustling and, you know, working. So, you know, it's fine. It, it's fine for us. At some point, we would like to be under the same roof full time. And I think that's coming. That's definitely coming. Uh, who would you like to most see return on the Houses of Atlanta? Would you, you would probably prefer Kenya to, if, if somebody was going to come back? Or would you prefer to just have new ladies join the cast? Uh, I'm always open for some new blood. I definitely think Kenya is a no brainer. I think Kenya. I feel like we need Kenya. I know, like, pe- some people a lot hate to Kenya, but. She like well, you know, I think that's fun. changing. You know, Ken- Kenya is a mother now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know how you start is not always how you finish this game. Yeah. And she kind of came in a little rough. You know, we she we had some moments. Sure. But I I can tell you, Kenya's in an amazing place right now. She's in an incredible place, and I think that if it's a good fit for for Bravo and for her, I think the fans would enjoy seeing her journey as a mother. You know, seeing Portia this season was so refreshing because she seemed to be in such a great place. Oh, she's completely happy. And even at the reunion, I felt like she was so fresh and happy there that it was, I mean, especially being right across from Nini, who was radiating a different kind of energy, <laughs> I thought, you know, well, I don't know, Portia. Here's the thing about being happy. When you're happy, you, you actually just have a good attitude. You have and a you, better, yeah. It's just like, it's just not that deep. You're like, girl, what? what I did, did I do something? Okay, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like you don't. You know, it's just a different energy when you're when you're happy. So, how did you and uh, Nini end the reunion? Did you guys make up at the end? Did no, you all go out no, afterwards? No, we just finished it, and she went her way, and I went mine. Yeah, and you know, we haven't spoken, and that's so, fine. And I think the time apart is fine. I'm not going to force this friendship with her. I'm not going to beg to be her friend. All that I, if the Lord brings us back together one day i can't say 10 years from now me and nini won't be friends but i don't think we'll be friends next week yeah it's gonna that's for sure it's gonna be a while do you watch the other housewives 
Uh, I don't consistently watch any of them, but I check in. Who do you like? I do a little drive-by. Who do you get along with in the other cities? I mean, we saw you guys at the baby shower. Is there a Uh, a couple housewives that you especially love? Or uh, yes, I the pretty much any of them that I've actually been around. I've been around Kyle. We shot some of the upfronts and stuff together. I love Kyle. Like I kind of feel like if I was on Beverly Hills, which who knows one day, you know, if I that would be decide to move to L.A., that could be something. That could happen. Yeah, uh, they need some I, diversity I would want to be friends too with on Kyle Beverly for Hills. sure. Oh, I would. They would uh, Beverly Hills. I would get my life on Beverly Hills yeah. Housewives for sure. Um, I, I, you're not watching the current season of Beverly Hills, so you don't know what's going. I've on. I've been hearing about like the, the whole Vanderpump by Kyle thing and Vanderpump and somebody a dog going to a shelter or something. <laughs> it's like some old big drama. <laughs> I know. It's like I don't know all the details, Chad. Like Beverly- I, got, I got my own problems, so I can't I can't jump into Beverly Hills as well. I'm trying to save my own self over you're here. Doing so. <laughs> Atlanta moves along so much quicker, though. Beverly Hills can be it's like a slog. Like they there's one issue and then they right <laughs> drag it out forever okay so i just want to end it with just a few pop culture questions okay. and kind of get um what i want to see what you're interested in aside okay. from mike hill who would be your choice if you were choosing for people magazine sexiest man alive oh and you can't choose mike though okay uh lenny kravitz yes loves aging so well he looks great yeah he's, yeah he's definitely my celebrity crush uh what's your i ask everyone this their favorite mariah carey song Ooh. Uh... Oh, you know, I just went to a concert, too. Did you know uh, her at all? Do you know each other at all? No, oh, okay. but uh, her team invited us there. Actually, Nene was there as well. Oh, well, so you guys have been doing <laughs> we a lot together. We were hanging out at the Rod Carey concert, but anyway, uh, but that's that was all in my imagination, I guess, because we weren't really <laughs> that friends. That seems so shady to me. Oh, that, my that. God. Like, who has the time? Yeah. Uh, I love that song. Uh, Dream love like a girl. Oh, so good. When she was in the sunflower field in the video. Yeah, that's a happy song. It makes me happy. Uh, we have, of course, Shamari was from the girl group Black, mm-hmm. Candy from Escape. Do you have any favorite girl groups from the 90s? Like, is there any, who did you really bump, like, back in the 90s? Um, I used to like SWV, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to love, like, was In Vogue during In that Vogue, time? Yeah, that was In 90s, Vogue was, like, yeah. everything. Like, was, In Vogue gave me my life, chow. I was just listening to Don't Let Go. Do you remember that song? Yes. It was from uh, Set It Off. The, yep. Yeah. I yep. was just, like, blaring it in the shower. It's oh, just, no, they it, were everything. So, so good. Uh, what do you watch on TV? I watch, um, wow, I've been watching a bunch of crazy stuff. I, I'm a Netflix girl, number one. Uh, you, definitely you, a Netflix Will you go into reality girl. TV or will you watch more scripted stuff? Like if you and Mike are sitting down. Um, you know what? Mike likes comedies and stuff like that. Like he likes like, like he actually likes stand-up comedy shows and stuff. Yeah. So, so do I. Um, we, I like kind of suspense stuff, dramas and, and everything. I actually just watched, what did I just, oh, I just watched Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm, and that was, like that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Last movie I saw, what was the last movie I saw? Uh, I did a cute um, little commercial um, promo. Oh, for the little. For little. So I want to so see cute. that. It yeah. was, it was cute. That was actually, uh, I posted it. I saw that online. I don't know, somewhere. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. What's what's the last movie? I don't really go actually physically to the movies that much, but uh, Netflix and hashtag chill. Netflix and chill, <laughs> baby. Hashtag chill. Cynthia, thank you so much for chatting with me. This was such a delight. You are literally the most stunning human I've had in this apartment. Uh, <laughs> thank for- you. 
before I let you go, I want to okay. I want to hang this up in my office. I don't know if you oh my would goodness. mind signing it. I, I have a Cynthia honored. Bailey friendship contract. A friendship contract. A friendship contract. I'm going to put well, it. Well, I'm in the business. Of getting, I guess there's a slot open for a new friend. I so. figured I, <laughs> this is very timely. I figured you and me, you dissolved your friendship contract, so I figured you need someone in your life. But you're more than welcome to choose. Maybe or. or Whatever, but I wanted to frame it for my office. All right. Well, before I sign this, are you okay with me having other friends and inviting them to my events? (laughs) 100% okay with that. Okay. All I'm asking for. And if you get mad at me, will you actually have a conversation with me and not trash me to the world? I'll let you know. Yes. I will let you know immediately. And um, and I'll drink all the peach bellinis I possibly can can have this summer. I I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming by. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Icons, I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.